When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Spring has sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the other 4 million men who trust Manscaped. Use code SPURS20 to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. They're the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Complete your grooming game this spring with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. I'm David Hepworth. And I'm Mark Ellen. We met at a gig in Manchester in 1977. And we began a conversation about rock and roll that night, which has been going on ever since. For the last 15 years, that conversation has continued in the Word in Your Ear podcast. It's not a serious conversation, but it does cover the things that matter. The haircuts. The tax. The tours. The trousers. If you share our conviction that rock and roll can be magnificent and hilarious at one and the same time, then join us wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here we are for another Spurs show, but this one's live from the Albany in the London's glamorous West End. Good evening, everyone. It's Theo Delaney here. Mike Lee, sadly, is in the sick bay with the the old COVID. I imagine we'll all have it before the uh, end of the evening. But joining me for this first show this evening, two stalwart guests of the show on my right... A man with the white blood of Tottenham Hotspur coursing through his veins, Mr. Rob White. And on my left, an authoritative figure on uh, the football media scene from haters, Mr. Jerry Cox. Nice to be here. Now, um, Mike's not here, but in a sense he is here because he's given me lots of tasks to do. And the first one's quite an interesting one, actually. Because we have some exciting news for all listeners to this show. And it's a chance to win some money for nothing. 
So it's, a, it's essentially a free bet, but it's much more interesting than that. It's, a, it's all about BetMate, which is an app you can get. It's a brand new social fantasy football betting app that allows you to test your knowledge against other football fans. So what you do is you build your own kind of fantasy seven-a-side team with four subs, and you can win real money at BetMate without actually staking any because of this special offer. So they offer daily public games for you to play, such as head-to-head -head games over a single fixture, or you can create your own game on it and set your own stake and test your skills against your own bet mates. So to kick things off, we've got our very own Spurs show game and we'll be competing against you, we're on it, and anyone else who wants to do it this weekend uh, for the Newcastle game. It's, uh, it's an exclusive offer, it's completely free to enter and bet mate have kindly put up 200 quid in cash prizes. So to join, you download the app, the BetMate app at your preferred app store or you go to betmate.app. You join the Spurs show pot to join our free private game by entering the code SPURS1, where it says join a pot. Uh, we'll be competing ourselves and can't wait to give you a breakdown of the winners next week. And if you love it, you can take part in other fixtures too. You can choose up to six Spurs players in your side, but at least one Newcastle player has to start as well. So look up who always does well against us. So I've picked my team. I'm going to tell you what it is, so you know what you're up against. I've got Lloris in goal, right? It's a seven-a-side team with a 2-2-2 formation. I've got Romero, and I've got Byrne of Newcastle as the back two. I've got a midfield of Kulisevsky and Guimeres, who's the tricky... Bruno. Bruno tricky Bruno Guimeres, who's their tricky Brazilian midfielder. And, of course, I've gone with Kane and Son up front. Kane, captain, that means he gets double points. Son, vice-captain. He gets one and a half points. I've got a bench that consists of Dubravka, Dyer, Joe Linton and St. Maximin. Now, if you think you can pick a better team than that, get involved. It's free this weekend and you could get a slice of that money. Another noteworthy point it says here is that on bet, mate, you get points for tackles and interceptions rather than just goals and assists. So it's a bit more, you know, nuanced than your average fantasy league game. And it finally makes Hoiberg a valuable pick. Who'd have thought it? You can read more on the rules at any time from their mobile app. It's really good fun and, so, and very easy to join. And we'll, we'll announce the uh, listener winners next week. So go to betmate.app forward slash register for free and enter Spurs 1 when you join our pot. There you go. That's that. Get involved. I'm very excited about it. Well, I've just done it. Yeah. Now... As we speak, England are about to kick off, I think, in uh, London. And I've just heard the, the joyous news that Harry Kane is not starting tonight for England. Jer Jerry's just informed me, which is a massive release, which means we can, I think, concentrate on uh, what's coming up for Spurs uh, in a slightly more relaxed frame of mind. I've got, I'll tell you what I've got here, lads. I've got a little... Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the running. And we're going to talk about... Our prospects of top four. I've got the uh, fixtures here. Jerry, I know you've already done a calculation. How, do you, how do you see our chances? <clears throat> well, very scientific. I, I ran it through an algorithm, and um, some of the top scientists at NASA have been on this as well. <clears throat> Basically, we end up with 70 points, the goons on 72, and then we play them. So uh, United drop away. That's assuming... so. We win the eight games other than them, apart from Villa away and Liverpool away. So I've got a draw at Villa, 
and uh, defeat at Liverpool. Otherwise, I see us. <laughs> I see us. I think we could win. Um, I thought we'd beat Wolves. I thought we'd beat Burnley. Yeah. But there yeah, you go. Yeah, um, so there's some tricky ones there. But um, and then Arsenal, I've gone through again, reasonably realistic. Five wins out of their remaining nine. Um, but then they have to play us at Tottenham, and they haven't won there for a while. So I, I that works out something like, as I say, a, a two-point difference with that game, which probably is going to be a midweek in May, just before the end of the season, probably clashing with one of your One events, of our shows. <laughs> yeah, we're fully expected to clash with one of our shows. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very tight. I mean, West Ham aren't in it whatsoever. They're, they're not going to get even close, I don't think. Um, United could, but I don't see them coming within five, four points of either Spurs or Arsenal. So there's a good chance, but it's, it's Tottenham, lads. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the key worry is that the Goons are three points ahead with a game in hand. So it's really, you know, it's imperative that they drop considerably more points than us. There's the maths of it. But you look at their games, they've got to go to Palace, who are bang in form. They've got to go to Southampton, who are going... Obviously, their form dropped off after they beat us, but they, they're quite good at home. They've got to go to Chelsea. They've got Man United at home, who could still be in the hunt at that point. That's on the 23rd of April. They've got to go to West Ham. Uh, and then they're playing relegation-threatened Leeds, who will have things to play for, presumably. They've got to go to Newcastle, who have turned around. The only gimme I can see is Everton at home on the last day of the season. But even that, Everton might be fighting for survival. So we've got to hope they drop considerable points compared to us. Rob, how do you see it going? Uh, the only thing I've noticed is that we've got five home games. I think they've got four, yeah. which is that's a little bit in our favour. Um, I don't know all the way through. I think I've been thinking that we can't do it. But when I hear Jerry talk so eloquently, I think that, you know, you've persuaded me, Jerry, that we probably can do it. Um, but I'm a pessimist as far as Spurs results, largely. So, but also, also, don't forget they have they've been on they have been on a great run yeah. up until uh, Liverpool was up it? until Liverpool. So they're sort of due a bit of a blip, really. I think so. Yeah, hopefully. And I don't know. They haven't won at Spurs. Does anyone remember the last time they won at Spurs? I actually can't... Look at that. None of us can even remember. It must be like 10 years or something, isn't it's it? either because we've got bad memories or it's a long... I mean, it was when yeah. they were actually a potent force, which is a long time ago, you know, when they were really... Obviously, they used to win regularly, but I think it's... I think... Brzezinski scored and we played them off first. Right. And they were so... You never believe they're called like the Arsenal, but they were so lucky that they were lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what was it, like 2012 or something like that? Yeah. So... You know, I, I think also, I think they're quite, they're still quite a young and callow side. I, I think, yeah, they could, I mean, they've got difficult games. Uh, I feel reasonably, and it, 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 I'm pleased to hear that you as a pessimist, Jerry, you mm. still, as a pessimist, you put it through your algorithm and we've still <laughs> come out with a very good chance. But if we do play them at the end of April, beginning of May, or whatever it is, end of May, at home in what is effectively a playoff, do you think we'll? Do you think you'll probably turn up for that one? I mean, uh, that would be the biggest game at home since what? Since the Ajax semi-final, which was yeah, a bit yeah. of a damp squib, as a first leg, not the second leg, obviously. I think that's um, that's a very enticing prospect, especially as they never win at our place. To win it, to to turn them over that night and make up the two point, you know, to go ahead of them would be quite something. 
The only other thing is injuries, which can affect both sides. Do you think Man United are really out of it? Yeah, because I don't think they're very good. I mean, Spurs played them off the park, didn't they, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for Ronaldo, that would have been another three points, and then we'd be looking at a really interesting situation. So yeah. I'm not sure Man United are very good, realistically. Um, yeah. I had to laugh when I saw reports that United are planning to buy Kane and some of their fans yeah. are saying, not sure he's really good enough for us and all <laughs> yeah. that. And you think, well, the first point is, if Harry Kane leaves Spurs, he wants to be guaranteed trophies. Yeah, so he's not going to so go why there. why would he go to Man United? Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, no, I don't, I, don't think they're, I don't think they're as good as Spurs or Arsenal, to be honest. Yeah. And as I say, when I put in what I thought of reasonable results... And, you know, in my early days of journalism, I used to do the uh, Daily Telegraph pre-Saturday, when all the games were on a Saturday, way back in the day. And I, um, I used to fill in occasionally for the regular guy. And I, he got a bit fed up with me because I was always getting better results than him. Just, be, just being objective and, you know, using a little bit of um, creativity sometimes. But, you, you know, you, can, you could see, for example, you could see... Newcastle being a more difficult game than it would have been a couple yes. of months ago, you know, because yeah. they are playing well. I saw them at Chelsea the other week, very unlucky. Yeah, well, we'll come so, on to that, but we've, you know, we've, we've got, got some them at home, ones. they've got them away, so that might be, yeah, I That's agree. That's better, better for Tottenham, yep, yeah, without doubt. Yeah. What about West Ham, Rob? Finished in this race? Yeah, absolutely. They're, they've still got Europe to, uh, to concentrate on, so I think, yeah, I think we can just discount West Ham. What happens? What about Chelsea? Can they get sucked into it? If they get a nine-point deduction for going into administration, <laughs> yeah, is that is that no, possible? No. I don't think that's going to happen. But no, they're they're, they're well enough ahead. ahead. I think they're well enough ahead. Yeah. If um, um, if if uh, West Ham win the Europa League, don't laugh. If West Ham win win the Europa League, they get in. The, the the rule now is they get in as well. If we get five teams in the Champions League, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. It's not that like changed. they can they can um, changed after no, uh, yeah. yeah changed too late, didn't it? A year too late. All right, well, well, let's talk about the Newcastle game in a minute. But first of all, we'll take a quick break. We're back from the break. Now, before we do anything else, I just want to do a shout out to Spurs show listener. And normally here at our live events, James O'Brien on the birth of his son, the aptly named Sonny. Congratulations to you and your partner. Are you here? <laughs> don't tell her. Don't oh, tell her. No. <laughs> have, you, have you just nipped out to get some nappies or something? <laughs> that is great. <laughs> he would normally be here. <laughs> anyway, uh, great name, Sonny. Love it. Um, for premium content, including a daily news show, ex-player interviews, and original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com forward slash Spurs show and support our show in the process. Uh, as you all here know very well, our Spurs show live season ticket events are up and running and they've been great this season. You can sign up for those at season.spursshow.net. Uh, we have Alfie Con joining us very shortly for a Whoa. special show that will be available to the listeners at home later in the week. So we're extremely excited about that. Um, we've got, what else we got coming up? We've got an extraordinary night coming up with Terry Dyson and Cliff Jones, where they discuss the 60-61 season, ably supported by Norman Giller, 
and they'll be discussing his official biography of Jimmy Greaves as well. There are a few extra tickets for that available, by the way, to non-season ticket members, uh, and you go to biletto.co.uk for those. Our end-of-season Spurs show will be at the 100 Club on May 26th with Ozzy and Ricky. Tickets for that also available at biletto.co.uk. And we'll also be putting on an event at the JW3 Community Centre on May the 11th with Martin Chivers, Pat Jennings, Alan Mullery and Steve Perriman. And you go to jw3.org.uk for those tickets. That'll be great. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Please leave us a nice review on iTunes. Uh, there's great merchandise available at the moment. Brand new Hoon Min Son and Antonio Conti designs. Uh, the old Woolwich Wanderers classic, Hoddle, Aussie, Chivers, Bale, Greaves and Mackay designs on T-shirts, sweatshirts and phone covers, etc. Uh, the links for those are on the description to this podcast. Uh, yeah, so AlfieCon later in the week, people at home. And next week's show has Simon Lipson, Kieran O'Duffy and Lucy Jones with Mike Lee, if he's recovered. It might be with me, I can't remember. I think it's with Mike Lee, if he's, if he's out of the woods. So... Newcastle, our next game is on Sunday, 4.30 kickoff. Uh, as we've hinted at, Newcastle have really turned a corner. I mean, they were, I went up to the Newcastle away game. I can't remember exactly where it was. But when was it? October. October, was it? Seems, seems more recent than that, but it was October. And they were bloody hopeless. I mean, mm. they scored after five minutes. You thought, oh, surely not. But they were absolutely, we completely toyed with them like a cat with a half-dead canary for the whole game. And it was amazing we only won 3-2. They scored a late goal, totally undeserved. We went 3-1 up real quick. But now it's completely different. Jerry, how good a job is he doing up there, old uh, Howe? And how much of a threat does that make them? Um, well, if, if you remember that game, the uh, Spurs win was... Either Steve Bruce was on the touchline or he, he was a sort of... Yeah, it was his last he, game. He was a dead duck, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. it was gone. So, I mean... It was a great time to play him, obviously. And now you can see that they're obviously a much better team. I saw them at Brentford and then Chelsea recently. And they, they were in... Well, they won at Brentford, although Brentford had a man sent off after five, five or six minutes. Um, and, they, and they were very unlucky not to win at Chelsea. It was a late, late winner for Chelsea. Or get something at Chelsea. So they're, they're a decent team now. They're, they're competitive, organised, um, really not... Not a great squad, one to eleven. You know, a great lineup of players, but he's got them playing. He's got them fitter, and he's got them organised, and so on. Yeah. So, a uh, very different prospect from the team that Tottenham played at St James's Park. Yeah. Um, and you know, they they have got this record, if you remember, of being totally outplayed at Spurs and winning mm. twice. I remember mm. the one where under uh, Pochettino. Yeah. Oh, who was the keeper who made a, a record number of saves? I think wasn't yeah. it? Given? No. Um, Oh, Tim, Tim Krull, yeah. 26 yeah. saves yeah, or something yeah. like that. Uh, Norwich as well. Oh, you know, I mean, there were two. And, and then the, uh, the day, that, the other one I remember well was the day that Ben Stokes won the Ashes, <laughs> won the Ashes match at Headingley. Yeah, yeah. And we actually, it was going right up to kickoff. I think it was a 3.30, 4.30 kickoff on a Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. And everyone was in the press room. And even Steve, Steve Bruce said he, he, you know, they were sort of sitting there watching it on a screen before they went out. To kick off, and then and they won that somehow, you know. So they have got a, a horrible history of winning at Spurs when they're not that good. Um, but again, it's it's more about which Spurs turns up, you know. If it if it's the team that's been playing really well recently, and they, you know, do what they do well, defend well, and put the ball away, yeah, Spurs should win it. Should win it. But um, 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess a lot, again, it's a strange time, isn't it, at this point in the international break where most international teams are, are about to play their second game. So everything's in the balance in terms of fitness and injury. Ben Davis has already come back early, hasn't he? From Yeah, you hope and, he's all right. Yeah, because Ben Davis, although he's not a spectacular player or, or even a... I mean, he's not a great player. He won't go down as a great, but he plays an important role, doesn't he, Rob, in that back three? Yeah, definitely. Definitely does. Um, they've been for warm weather training, haven't they? Newcastle. Yeah. Um, very warm weather. Very warm Saudi weather, Saudi yeah, exactly. Saudi so they, they've had a decent break. Um, we've won our last two. They've lost their last two. So what could go wrong? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... They, but they've had injuries. I don't know. Trippier won't be back, will he? Trippier's no, no, he's out back. for the season. And um, Wilson? No, not sure. No. Probably not. Yeah. And Saint Maximan, probably. That's what probably I've heard. Will be back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a dangerous. When I, when we saw them in October, I mean, he was their only conspicuously good. Well, Wilson was quite good, and yeah, yeah. Saint Maximan. Saint Maximan's a sort of player who can get into who would get into most squads, wouldn't he? I mean. He's actually exciting. But if we can come back... I don't know if Davis is going to be all right. It might have been precautionary. I think that. it was just precautionary. Weren't was they it? just saying he's played a lot of football? And really? So he deserves a rest? It, yeah, there was... Somebody posted something on social media saying there should be... Uh, you know, we should give kudos to the, the Welsh FA because it seemed they'd be just giving him a break, right. basically. Yeah, because it's not important, this yeah. game, is it? Maybe Antonio got into their heads or... Yeah, maybe. Put a horse's head in <laughs> maybe, the bed. Yeah, you know, Rob, yeah, Rob Page made, woke up and... He might have a... made them an offer they couldn't <laughs> refuse. That's you know what right. he's like? Yeah. So, all being, my goodness, who knows? I mean, anything could happen tonight, and it's good news that Kane isn't starting. I mean, Kane's due an injury, isn't he? I mean, he hasn't had, he hasn't had his... It. Don't say it. I know, I don't want to say it, but he's, this is the first season I can remember where he hasn't had... It's ironic, really, because he was, wasn't even firing on all cylinders no. for the first th- third of the season, at least. And it's the season... We could have, if he was going to get his, he could have got out of the way then, couldn't he? <laughs> but uh, now, it's so crucial, isn't it? And... Uh, all of a sudden, they look like they've turned a corner to me. I mean, those two new guys, who knew? We were like, who are they when they turned up? They, they have been the catalyst, haven't they? It's because yeah. suddenly we keep the ball and we created the things that were missing. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, I think Bentoncourt is probably, to me, a bit more impressive in a way because he, he sort of dictates things in midfield. He's, he's an, he's an attack-minded. Sorry, he passes. He's a creative player but he's, he sort of sits defensively. So he's like Hoiberg with a sort of creative angle. Yeah. And the two together just work well, don't they? Yeah. You yeah. know, because I've always liked Hoiberg. But he, he did have a poor spell, didn't he, earlier in the season. And, yeah. um, you know, he's never been the most creative player. Mm. So I think Benson Coe's really sort of given him someone to play alongside. Um, I mean, it's not quite Dembele and uh, Ericsson, but, I mean, that's, it's a good central midfield pairing. Mm. And then Kulisevsky's got that sort of energy. I mean, I think we've said before, his stats are fantastic. In Italy, he was, he was running more than any other player in, the, in wow. Serie A. Yeah. So he's got that energy. He'll go to the end. And he's got a knack of scoring goals and creating goals. So I think, yeah, they've, they've fitted in. They're, they're essential players yeah, straight yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. And he's got ideas. He's creative and unpredictable, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, he, yeah. Kulisevsky? Well, they both are, actually. Bentancur, uh, I mean, they just seem like an upgrade just in sheer class. They just yeah. seem classier than the people they've usurped. But, of course, you look at the, fr- the first 11 and you do, at the moment, you think there's not many positions where we've got a really, really top-line uh, replacement. I mean, you look at the only, the only positions that are under any question. If you look at the left-back position, I suppose you'd say that uh, Sessignon... And Regulon are vying 
similar levels in yeah. terms of the way Conti seems to see it. Yeah. Both probably not quite there. You know, they're yeah, not... Yeah, exactly. They're not quite... Both young. I think they're both get yeah. there, but yeah. they're not quite there yet. Yeah. And but, Regulon has admitted he's, he's learning to live with that sort of wing-back role, so yeah. he's got a bit to give, yeah. a bit to go. And Sessegnon's got better, obviously, yes. you know, because he was... You know, he was very poor, really, wasn't yeah. he, when he came? Yeah. So he's uh, he's getting there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's the right side that's a, a problem, isn't it, really? The right side, but neither of them that great. Uh, he seems to have decided on Doherty at the moment, yeah. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and he can... You know, he does a job and he's improved. Yes, he has doubt. improved. Uh, but long term, I think that's... You know, that's if you look at spending in the summer... They need to buy someone, yeah. Yeah. That's absolute priority. Go for Lamptey or someone like that. Yeah, that's what people yeah. are saying, isn't it? Yeah, he'd be superb. Yeah. And then, but then on all the other positions as well, although we've got a great looking first 11, everybody would be a significant downgrade, it feels like. Benton Curran, Hoybier, because Skip's injured, who I do like. Yeah. Winks, we now see, having seen Benton Curran, what he can do, Winks doesn't seem to be on that level, does he? As the other two. No, and I think he's now going to be a player, he's a squad player who can come on and help him close a game out because he. Although he does give the ball away a bit, largely he, he won't. He's pretty good with it, yeah. He, he looks after the ball a bit yeah. more. So he can thicken the midfield with 10 minutes yeah, to go when you've got and a one-goal lead. He's got energy and he gets about the pitch. So I think that's a, another good thing that Conte's brought to Tottenham, that Pochettino brought to Tottenham, is he's got them fitter and they're, and they're still going strong at the end of games. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. if you think back, they were losing games at the end. They were giving away, you know, West Ham being the worst example, that, that Mourinho... Gareth Bale's first game, you know, yeah. three nil up, coasting, yeah. you know, and and that happened a lot that season, didn't it? And uh, I think you can see they're now back to that Pochettino era where they winning games or, or rescuing games quite late yes. rather than losing them, which know? is great. And that's see. about fitness and yeah. and sort of will to win. Yeah. Did you see Bale for Wales? I saw the free kick. That was all, really. Yeah. Oh, it was, I watched the whole game and it he uh, was absolutely fantastic. And I. When I was watching, I was thinking he's only thirty-two, isn't mm. he? I was thinking last year, if it wasn't the, if it wasn't for Mourinho, I think we, I think he did brilliant things, and I think he would have done a lot more with a different manager. And I just think, why not get him back? I'm, I'm not sure though, and I know we, we've fallen out over this before. Have we? I can't remember. Yeah, I must but, have been drunk. It, it, it's ultimately, it's, it's you know, a player like that. It's up, to, it's down to the player to play, and he obviously wants to play for Wales. Yeah, but, he, but he's, he I was, thought he wanted to play for Tottenham. I don't when think I watched he did. Him. I think he, really? I think he would rather do other things. Maybe he didn't want to play for Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, but I think he's, he's, he had enough chances to do stuff. In fact, that West Ham game. Came on, he could have made it 4 0. Yeah. yeah, but that's one miss. And well, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Mourinho but he blamed him near. and then never picked him again for one miss. But it's not just Mourinho, he's, he's had it at Real Madrid. Yeah. Mm. And so there's obvious, I think there's probably, um, he's at a stage in his career where football's, well, he's stated football's not the most important thing in his world. Golf is. Wales, it's, isn't it? Golf, Wales, and something else, basically, and then maybe football. Right. Well, so I'd, I'd love I, him. I wouldn't. Uh, I'd love him. Uh, think he, he would cost a lot in wages, wouldn't he? But. You wouldn't. I mean, he's free. I think he's at the end of his contract. Yeah, the Standard ran a story tonight saying, you know, his contract's up, and, and in theory, he'd look for a club that would take him to the World Cup. Yeah. Or either that or retire. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah. Um, so he might, you know, he might just say, "Look, I'm available." Yeah. It might not be the huge, you know, three hundred thousand a week or whatever that he yeah. was last season, and say, you know, just. Get me fit to get to the World Cup yeah. and be a squad. But I think he'd be a squad player. 
Yeah, I mean, he's got to. If they do qualify, and there's no guarantee they're qualified, they've got to beat Scotland or Ukraine, haven't they? Mm. But if they do, and he hasn't got a club coming up to November, that's, that's no good for him at all, is yeah. it? Yeah, so. Yeah, it's a chance. It's, whether he's a Conte type player, I don't know. Um, I mean, he's clearly got the ability to turn a game, isn't he? Yeah. But he's not a 90 minute worker, is he? He's not Kulusevsky no. by any measure. No, no. Oh, no. No. And that's where he he likes to play. So he'd have to be an impact player coming on there. Mm. And, and then you'd be trapped in the, why don't you use bail? Mm. <laughs> why don't you start bail? You know, you're almost, as a manager, you're trapped in that cycle of, if I, if I start him, he doesn't do it. If, he, if I don't start him, people are saying, why aren't you starting him? Mm. Don't know, maybe just bring him on to take free kicks. Maybe we'll get that introduced. <laughs> <laughs> well, that free kick is one of the best I've ever seen. But if he, if, um, let's say we get into Europe then, Conti stays, Kane stays, we buy Lamptey, who else do we need to get? Vasuma. Vasuma. Oh, the midfield, Vasuma, yeah, yeah. So the, he would be another energetic box-to-box option in there with Hoybier and Bentecourt in the squad. Yeah, get two, two from Brighton. Goal-scoring midfield player. A, a goal-scoring, which Vasuma isn't, is he? No. So you'd want someone like, yeah, because Bentancourt doesn't score, does he? Someone said in the commentary no. weekend he hadn't scored for two years yeah. or something. Yeah, that's a, that could help. Yeah, but it's funny. The first 11 looks strong. There don't look to be any great weaknesses. But uh, as I say, second choices in all those positions. I actually think um, Bergwijn's a good player and can yeah. still come good. <laughs> no? Nobody le- Who I, doesn't I, I, like Bergwijn? I think, I think if you... So if you yeah. If you were, yeah, but if you, somebody said to you, okay, choose Bergwijn or Mora. Yeah, well, Mora, which, one, which one do you, which one? Well, you, well, Bergwijn's at one end of his career and Mora's at the other. Yeah, but you, so, so Mora's, you, you could say, has, been, has done more and has been more effective, but, you, you know, he's paying top dollar and he's, he's, he's as bald as me and you, mate. He's like, he's like 30 odd, isn't he? Whereas Bergwijn's still only like 23, I think. Mm. And has, presumably know, then you'd get more money for Bergwijn if you were selling him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You know, I think that's what, you, that's what we have to start looking at. If we're talking about refreshing a, a squad, so players like Winks, that was interesting there. You know, I, I, think, I think Winks should go, probably. And he's probably, you know, Winks should go, uh, Bergwijn should go, probably, theoretically, Sanchez should go, basically. And you've got to look and see where you're going to get money from, basically. As yeah. a, as a and then you've got to replace them because you need, you need those yeah. components for the squad. So you let Winks go, maybe you get Basuma. You let Doherty go, maybe you get Lamptey. Well, I think Doherty would stay now, basically, because the, 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 the well, thinking would be... The, do you let... Do you let um, Royale go. Well, seriously, you're talking about players you're not going to get. Why are you talking about players you're not going to get? What, what like Lamptey and Basuma? Yeah. Just for fun. It makes the world go round. <laughs> Keeps Jerry in, in business, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think Lamptey's gettable. You know, if they're playing yeah. Champions League football... Yeah, I mean, they sold Ben White, didn't they? It's the yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. He was, ben White was their most saleable defender. Someone came in with a big offer, so they sold him. I mean, this is the same with Lamptey, isn't it? Yeah. I would have thought. Whether they sell two of them, that's, that's maybe debatable. Well, gentlemen, because we have an important show to go on to, I think I might bring it to an end. As you know, before we do that, I am duty-bound to force you to make foolish uh, predictions about the weekend. Rob... How do you see it going with Newcastle? Well, I was talking to my mate who's a Newcastle fan. Apparently, he reckons they only need one win and one draw. 
to stay up. To stay up. That's the feeling that the fan base there have got, which is good. Yeah. So they might be on a little bit of a. Let's they take might it still easy. be on the Saudi Arabian dunes. Exactly. So it might be. I think we will win. I think it'll be. I think probably two one. Okay. Yeah. Jerry. I'm not going to make a prediction, but what I'd say, because I, I hate it, I hate it, it, it always goes wrong. What I would say is my mate Solly, Mark Solomon's big Spurs fan, season ticket holder for many years, his, re- his recommendation is always back Spurs at 3-1. to one. You'll end yeah. up coming up good at the end of the season. What do you mean, to win 3-1? Yeah. Each game. Every game, Put Spurs down. win 3-1, in, and in, you in, end up up at the end of the season. You'll end up up at the end I of the like season. Those. So he was delighted with West Ham, of course, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, so maybe, maybe have that, that on Sunday, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say 3-1, actually, but I'm going to say 3-0. Okay. Because of our newfound defensive solidity, that with an asterisk by it saying, providing there are no big injuries to, in our back three. And there we have it. That's it, gentlemen. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Uh, as I say, we've got another show coming up in 10 minutes, so everyone can... Uh, can avail themselves of the facilities in the meantime but for now I'd like to say thank you very much Rob White and Jerry Cox this is Theo Delaney saying go you Spurs if you want to advertise on or sponsor this show check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network